Are we recording right now? I'm recording, yeah. Are you recording? Yep. Oh, cool. Don't say anything, guys. Don't say anything you wouldn't say if you weren't saying things. Welcome to the Unleash Your Blog podcast. I am your host, John Meese from johnmeese.me. This show is designed to help you build a profitable online business from your blog, even if you can only spare 30 minutes each day. Every week, you'll be getting a behind-the-scenes look at what strategies are working right now for real-life bloggers, people just like you. Are you ready? Let's unleash your blog together. Welcome to this episode of the Unleash Your Blog podcast. Now today, I have some good news and some bad news to share with you. And I'm actually going to start with the bad news, mainly because I want you to have something to look forward to. So remember, there's good news coming. But first, the bad news. This is the final episode of the Unleash Your Blog podcast. Now, this has been a very intentional decision, and I will say this is the final episode for now, and I'll explain more of that going forward, but a lot of the decision comes down to the fact that I am first and foremost a blogger. I always have identified as a blogger. Even this podcast, which is a podcast, a different form of medium of content, has always referenced and all about blogging. It's the name Unleash Your Blog. However, one of the side effects of having this podcast has been that I have not made the time or found the time to blog on a consistent and regular basis. So that was one of the first things that caused me to question the podcast. But the second thing that really stuck out to me was the fact that I'm, I'm very disciplined about pursuing less but better and pursuing specifically the areas where I believe that I can make a dent in the world by publishing phenomenal content. And I don't think that's what we're doing here. I think that when I publish a blog post, I can confidently say that it is class A phenomenal content. When I publish this podcast, I feel pretty pretty confident that it's good. We've had some great feedback from people with some great reviews. We've had people who subscribe who send me emails every week thanking me for the content we've had on this podcast, whether in the beginning when we had very topical focused content or later when we're doing coaching sessions. So I am so grateful for that feedback and for that engagement, and for now, over 10,000 downloads on this podcast. That said, I don't feel like this podcast is as good as it could be. And so I was faced with a decision ultimately to decide, do I dial in and focus time, resources, and effort on making the podcast great, making it phenomenal, or do I revisit my priorities? When I did that, I realized that I want to dial in and hyper-focus on being a blogger and publishing content on a regular basis. The timing is also intentional because as we're recording this, my wife is actually due to have our second child, a son, uh, this Friday in just a few days. So that means my priorities are shifting. A lot of changes are going on in my personal and professional life. And unfortunately, the podcast is one of the things that made the cut. That said, that's the bad news. Now, the good news is that I wanted to go all out with today's episode and make sure that we really ended on a positive note. And so I've asked two guests to join me today. Now, the first is Ryan Estherbrooks. Now, you've never heard Ryan on the show before, but you have definitely heard his handiwork because Ryan has been behind every single episode of this podcast as our AV production specialist. Now, that means Ryan has a lot to bring to the table from a sort of behind-the-scenes perspective, and I've also asked Danny Coleman to join us today on the podcast. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you will remember Danny because for the first 15 episodes, he was the co-host. And so I've asked both of them to join me today as we wrap up the podcast to talk about our each individual unique experiences looking back on the past nearly a year that we've been doing this podcast, what we've learned, and sharing those reflections with you so that we can really 
put a bow on this project. So thank you both for joining me today. I appreciate it. Definitely. It's, thanks for inviting us. Of course. Of course, John. <laughs> so um, I know I gave you guys each a little bit of intro then, but really I gave you guys each an intro specifically related to how you are connected to the podcast. But why don't you each go in turn, Ryan, you first, and just give a quick intro as far as who you are beyond the podcast. Sure. So this is Ryan, and I am a filmmaker and musician. And that's kind of how I met John was uh, through Danny, this co-host over here. It's a small world. Yeah, yeah. It's a very small world. And I'm mainly a screenwriter, director, but I still love music. I still love audio. Anytime I get a chance to work on audio-related projects or music, I just kind of jump at it because I love it so much. And so that's, that's why I got involved with Unleash Your Blog. And Danny, what about yourself? So I'm the chief operations officer for a uh, property development group here in Nashville. Um, we purchase homes and uh, renovate them, rehab them, and then resell them. So I get the fun opportunity to work in lots of different areas of the business. So what I'm doing on the large scale is going into different parts of the business and getting to find the problems, find the issues, resolve them, and ultimately just kind of create a really good run, uh, well-run, efficient, smooth company. So that's what I'm doing when I'm not doing this. And then I've got some other hobbies on the side, but I'll get into those a little bit more later as they relate to what we have to talk about today. Great. Well, thank you guys both again for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, and so in case you're new to the podcast, I'm a blogger podcaster, <laughs> soon to be former podcaster, I suppose, <laughs> blogger podcaster. And I do a lot of online marketing consulting for a number of different companies related to, you know, really just digital marketing, email marketing, copywriting, funnels, all of that fun stuff. Uh, um, I love funnels. Yes. <laughs> and so that's a lot of what I do. And my background has been historically, I spent a lot of time working for Chick-fil-A and really just like in training and operations. And at that time, building my blog on the side and brought me today where now this is my full-time focus. So Danny, for those of our listeners who have been listening in for a while, they'll remember our last episode together where you talked about your plans moving forward related to your blog, your vlog, your beard, and other you know work and family aspirations and that kind of stuff. So I would love it if you kicked us off by just giving us an update on what you've been up to in the, really in the last several months. Yeah, definitely. So uh, first of all, uh, it's good to be talking to you all again. Uh, <laughs> it was This was a lot of fun. Podcast ended near the end of the year, and I made some resolutions with myself as the year was ending. Now I was like cleaning house more or less. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I that I had been putting off that I wanted to do was starting to get into YouTube videos, and specifically uh, something that I'm very comfortable with and have a lot of fun with, which is <laughs> growing a beard. Uh, and so yeah, I've been better uh, at it than I. Yeah, you know. Well, Unle we have to unleash your beard. Unleash yeah, your unleash beard. Your beard. <laughs> I started doing some stuff on YouTube, you know, not just the YouTube stuff. That was more of a passion thing. But I also just, you know, I spent, started spending more time at home, honestly, um, with my family. I also am having a, uh, a child coming soon. April 10th is a due date, so not too long after John's. Mm -hmm. um, and so I knew that my time with my daughter uh, was going to soon be uh, encroached upon by a new little person. So that, and then, of course, just spending more time with my wife. And then, again, being able to, you know, shift more of my, my brain power resources, you know, back towards my main role. My, my, my bread and butter job with the uh, real estate development company. Yeah. Thanks for catching us up. Now, one of, the, one of the big projects you talked about was specifically your uh, your vlog. You yeah. know, you kind of referenced it just then, but uh, mm -hmm. I'd be curious if you could just give us an update because from what I remember from the last episode we had together, you did talk about the fact that you were thinking about doing, I think you called it a yeard or like yeah. a... Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, so why don't you explain yeard, that to yeah, us? Sure. Yeah. So a yeard, for those of you who aren't in the nerdy bearding world, uh, <laughs> is a, a beard that you grow for one year. The idea is not to mess with it 
and to let it go. There's different people that are going to tell you different things. Like some people, it's like, oh, well, you can't touch it at all. You can't use a razor or scissors you can't or anything touch like it. that. Like, you, like your hands can't Well, yeah, yeah. You literally can't. No, of course, John, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to upset so many people like in the beer oh, yeah, community some people with this episode. Like, oh, yeah. They're going to be upset. Uh, but the purists would say, no, no razors mean touch thine face. Um, but what I did, what, what I, the angle that I wanted to take was just, uh, similar to just a lot of stuff that you and I talked about on the Mm -hmm. podcast, you went to doing something for friends, right? Like, so I would, there would be friends who knew I would, I regularly grow long beards and I cut them all off and do it again. And people would ask me certain things like, you know, like, how do you deal with this? How do you deal with that or whatever? And I was just like, I would, I'd said it so many times, so many different people. I was like, you know what? If there's this many people in my life, I bet you there's people on the internet looking for that too. Uh, so the angle that I went with it was um, to shave my beard completely off, which was pretty long at the time, at the end of the year. I started from January 1st, completely clean shaven. And then I've been growing it out since then. And what I've been doing is taking the approach of doing a year, but not like in this purist's kind of way, doing it in a way that's the most like socially acceptable and easy to deal with. People have a lot of different complaints about like, oh, my neck gets itchy or like my boss says no, or I look really rough and stuff. So my approach was to try to to show people how I grew my beard out in a way that was, I guess, as least offensive as possible. Okay, cool. So that's where we're at. So I'm on week uh, 11 right now. You'll have to go check out his YouTube channel, those of you that are listening. But uh, for week 11, I will say Danny's already got an impressive full beard. <laughs> this year yeah. just very quickly turned into, I don't know, a weird. Um, <laughs> it's like, you know, a few weeks instead of a year. So you started vlogging, you know, really coming from the perspective of teaching yeah. as you're learning, like teaching something you know, right? Yeah. And something we've talked about a lot of the podcast before about taking something that people ask you about that you're very knowledgeable about and turning that into content. In your yeah. case, this was a weekly a video on YouTube. Is this correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And how's that gone so far as far as engagement? It's been great. So, you know, the first people to find me were obviously a lot of other guys doing similar things. Mm-hmm. But now I've started to find other people um, too, other guys who are trying to do it. I spent some time on Reddit and the beard forums, which I'd been in before, you know, engaging, trying to provide help and stuff like that, tips to guys who are new to it and whatnot, and uh, encouragement, and then took the conversations that I was having there and then used those kind of like as my beginning content for the video series. So thank you for catching us up. I appreciate that. And Ryan, I would love to get your perspective, especially because this is your first time, at least on this podcast, you know, behind the mic. Normally you're on the other side of the mic or the MP3 file. I would love to get your perspective from the, your view of the podcast to date, your mm-hmm. experience with it, and what have you really learned or enjoyed in this process? I would love to get your perspective. Yeah. So first of all, editing these sorts of shows is just fun to me because you start off, it's kind of like a sculpture, right? You have this huge chunk of marble and things have already kind of been done to it, but my job is to kind of go in and chop it down, chisel it, and add our sweet guitar music to it and, and really like make it in, into a show. That part is always fun for me. Now, with my website, rhinosabricks.com, that has always been a website, mostly just to kind of showcase my filmmaking stuff. Great, great plug, by the way. Well, yeah, it's it's going to the blog. So this, yeah. is, this isn't just shameless plugging. Although I'm I'm not above that, though. Good. <laughs> we approve. You, look, you're, you have an audience right now. Use yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I've had a blog on there, but I've never really thought about it in the way that you run your blog, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, the my blog was just kind of like news, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. hey, here's this new thing that I did or whatever. I don't know. You don't have to watch it. You can watch it if you want. Like that sort of like yeah. that kind of attitude about it, right? It's more of just like a place to put stuff. So just from listening to this whole world of, of blogging, I think a lot of people think that it's so simple. And I, 
part of the reason why people probably think that is because there is such a um, a low bar to cross, I guess, to cr- to technically create a blog, right? It's like you can go to Blogspot. They still have Blogspot, right? I think so. Okay, <laughs> you go to Blogspot or wherever, right? And make your own blog, and that's it. And so I, it's it's kind of one of those things, kind of similar to writing, where people think that oh, if I have a pen and a paper, I'm a writer, call me a writer. And so to listen to kind of all of the nuances of blogging and how many different ways you can use it has really opened up my mind to kind of the possibilities. And I think that really was shown, especially whenever we started doing the episodes with the coaching sessions, because everyone was so different. Yeah. But there were still things that tied it all together. You know, the blog, or even if it wasn't necessarily a specific blog, but maybe just whatever business that they had. And so that that always fascinates me. Plus, I'm, and maybe this is just because I come from a writing background, I just love hearing people's stories. So every person could like tell me their life story and I would just, I would sit there all day and listen to it. I, I just love that sort of That's stuff. That's good. And, and again, treating the blog like a business, I think is, was kind of amazing hearing because you've mentioned on the show before how once you make that, that first income from it, that first like hundred dollars yep. or whatever, you're something flips in your mind. And you start realizing yes. like, oh, this is a business. He- hearing all that is, is is great because I recently started my own online business called Pixel Powers, Pixel which is Powers. another plug, I guess, yes. another shameless plug. <laughs> Two in one, good man. Uh, yeah. Pixelpowers.com. And I, I came up with the idea before we started doing right. the show, but I didn't launch it until after we started putting out the show into, you know, within just like the past month. So it's been interesting because this whole time I'm editing all of these episodes, I'm kind of stockpiling knowledge a little bit Good. and say, okay, yeah, blog the business cycle. Got it. Or, oh yeah, I'm going to look at that. In fact, I, I even brushed up the other day on your uh, your guide, the, the... The Leach Your Blog Action Guide? Yeah, the Action Guide. Oh, good. You can get that at leachyourblog.com. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely been super helpful just for me, just kind of getting all this information. So I can imagine how useful it is to others out there who who really are just focused on doing a blog-based business yeah great okay thank you I, that that's awesome so that actually makes me think a couple things that i should add to um well it's just commenting on kind of my experience too related to the past few episodes yeah think, tell us about your experience well thank you that's yeah. a good question so i've really enjoyed it but from the beginning one of the things that came up was you know the first roughly 15 episodes we had one format which is where we would pick a topic and Danny and I, you and I would go through some specific topic. Usually we had an outline of like diving into teaching something. And then we got to the point where we're like, okay, we could go deeper, but I feel like we need to actually go, I don't know if it's wider, but we need to like, we had the top, we had the base foundation there. And I feel like we needed more kind of case study examples. And so that's when we pivoted towards more of like the coaching model where I would record coaching sessions, like actual coaching sessions I did. And then we put them into, uh, turn them into a podcast episode. And so that was really cool. Cause like you said, Ryan, a lot of it was the same kind of content, but the stories of each unique person was like, hey, I'm a fitness instructor, or hey, I'm a contractor for the United States government, or hey, I just quit my corporate job and I want to teach people out, you know, how to get more energy. You know, like all the different case studies were so different. Um, that was really cool. And and just a quick comment about that. I think that is so useful, at least to me and hopefully others out there, where a lot of times when I read how-tos or mm-hmm. this is how I did it, whenever I hear that, or see it, it's easy to be like, oh, well, yeah, of course, John's successful because he's had this blog for a long time. And that's like all that he does is blogging. But what about me? You know, I'm trying to do something that's totally not even related. And so hearing other people 
kind of in that same position and and still being able to go on that same track it's like really encouraging because in a weird way those people on on those episodes were don't have a business that's anything related to mine uh-huh. it still f- makes me feel less alone that's in good. a weird way because it is so individualized if that makes sense yeah that's 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 huge yeah, it makes perfect sense. well one thing i'll add to that is i think that reminds me that i should clarify something i said earlier that yes we're ending the podcast but I don't for a second regret having done the podcast. What I think is we've got to the point now where if someone new came onto my blog tomorrow and they went back and kind of just bash listened to the first 15 episodes that are all core content and then those case study examples that we've done now with the coaching sessions that I feel like you've got a solid start. And I feel like now you, you the listener, need to transition into execution and practicing and actually doing the work. And then there's a you know, there's a gap in actual execution and work before you get to the point where you need more training and education from someone like me. And so I got to the point where the, the next coaching session that I was scheduling, I was looking at the kind of content we we're going to cover, and it started to feel a little redundant and repetitive. And as soon as that starts to happen, that's where my red flag goes off where I start going, wait a second, if I'm going to start repeating myself, then it's time to move on to something else. That doesn't mean that everything else we've done is a waste. It just means that now has become evergreen content and that will be featured on my blog and like the podcast archive that hopefully people will go back to and reference and learn from um, for free. So I think that's worth mentioning now that you brought it up that like, yeah, you're right. There's a, we've, we have a lot of value that we've, we've given away on these past podcast episodes. And just now we're at the point where I'm not sure that I can 10x that value with another 10 episodes. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I could maybe add a little bit more value, adding another five to 10 episodes to this podcast, but not enough to really justify the attention to focus when I feel like I could 10x the value that I'm giving by refocusing on blog content and other projects like tutorials. So, um, but that's a good transition point. Danny, I'd love to get your perspective on all of that from, you know, you were involved primarily in that first chunk of episodes around the core content. And our relationship was such that when we started, uh, it was... You know, you were a co-host, but also in many ways a student because you're new to the mm-hmm. industry and new to the niche, and you were trying a lot of things th- out yourself. What's your experience been with the podcast? What did, what have you learned? What did, looking back on, I guess, what are your thoughts on your experience in the podcast? Yeah, sure. So definitely, the first thing that I learned was putting myself out there. The first time that, like, you know, besides Facebook, that I really put myself out there was was with this first episode. You know, and that first episode went out, and people could hear us, and you know, I could go to iTunes and see the picture of our the album you know cover you know yeah. the, and your name's still there my name's on yeah my name, oh it is i didn't know so my name's still on it people were recognizing you yeah. on the street and yeah. did that happen at all <laughs> no yeah yeah people were like oh yeah i totally recognize no my face isn't in it it's Sean's face. <laughs> <laughs> they overhear you is what happened over here like is that danny oh yeah i got that that guy really sounds like danny from recognizable baritone deep voice but yeah so i mean so the first thing would definitely be putting myself out there and learning how to let something that feels not perfect go and release it into the wild, and and then what was cool that you and I saw was people loved it. Yeah, you know, and that was super encouraging. So that's that that was definitely number one for me. And then really that kind of ties in with my second thing, just shipping, right? So like every month, every week, I've got to put one out there, and sometimes I've got more time to prepare for it, sometimes I don't. That said, I missed my first week last week, but I made it. It happened because I was spending time with my daughter, so I don't regret it. Right. Priorities. Uh, but I did, yeah, exactly, priorities. But that said, I also kind of in, in now in this place that, that you just mentioned where, okay, I want to make sure I'm not repeating my content. 
you know, I got to come up with some new fresh stuff. And I'm, so I'm actually taking the vlog, the, the YouTube channel in a few different directions too. So I'm still going to do the beard thing, but I'm also doing some other stuff that interests me. And then really lastly, I'd have to say asking for feedback from your audience and letting them tell you. Yeah. Um, and then taking that no matter how they put it, like realize that everyone took the time to watch the video and write it, you know, now if they're a complete jerk, you know, then maybe they're not writing it from an honest place. They don't place. deserve a beer. But the thing is, <laughs> they, don't, they don't deserve this face. Um, <laughs> but what's great is that, for me at least, it almost gave me more belief in humanity in the sense of like, I'm making myself very vulnerable with this. I mean, someone could easily find this and be like, ha ha, how ridiculous. This guy's showing us his hair growing out of his face. The people who are watching it care or they're interested yeah. in it, you know, to some degree. And by the way, to find my channel, the best way to do it would be to just go to my Twitter where it's pinned at I am Danny Coleman. Uh, I am he is Danny, Coleman. Danny Coleman. I am Danny Coleman. Yes. And that is my Twitter handle. Exactly that. So those are definitely my takeaways. And it's going to recap that putting yourself out there, get over that fear. And that's what this podcast helped me do. Being okay with shipping work that is less than perfect because you're, you're we're all perfectionists in one way or another. And it's hard to let that thing go. Uh, and then lastly, just you know, not being afraid of feedback, asking for it from your audience, and they're going to give you the best words of advice to make your content relevant to them. That's good. Yeah. Well, that's huge. And I would resonate with all of those and say that, I mean, I've I've learned this before with blogging where like going back and looking at my first blog post that I ever wrote is embarrassing. I mean, they're, they're so bad, but it, there's just something true about the fact that like you can't actually learn how to do it without without doing it. I think podcasting is true that too, and that we had to publish the first few episodes and going back and listening to the first few episodes, like they're not awful. But even this episode right here we're doing is a lot better, mm -hmm. a lot better quality than those first few episodes. And we know, like, we're speaking more confidently in part because, like, we're, we've done this now. We've yeah. kind of broken past that barrier. Right, right. Um, and so I think breaking that barrier is is huge. And that's something we've done with the podcast now. And, and I will say that's a huge win for me looking back and going... I mean, before, I remember two, three years ago, so people were like, oh, dude, you got to get into podcasting. You got to have a podcast. You're a blogger. Like, you need a podcast. You know, at the time, I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm too busy. But what I really meant was I am terrified because that sounds really stressful and I have no idea how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I can confidently say I've done a podcast. I know how it works. And it's not that scary once you get past the first episode. And I think most of the work in this podcast was in those first few episodes, just figuring out what we're going to do. It just, you got to push through that barrier. You got to, like you said, Danny, put yourself out there. Well, I just want to hit on that. This is what I'm living my whole life by right now. Yeah. Which is sometimes we will, you know, we'll listen to people who've listened to this podcast, you know, listeners, you're, you're hearing this podcast or you're reading somebody else's blog or John's blog or whatever, and you're, and you're reading about or listening to or watching how someone else has done something. But the most important thing that I think that you can, that someone can figure out is how are you going to start? How, what is your entry point going to be? It may not be exactly like what John's entry point was, and it may not be what my entry point was. For a long time, I uh, would you know, look at what how you got into the space, right? And I was like, okay, so I need to start writing about some things that I'm interested in, and then I'll do the blog to business cycle, and I'll just remove some things one by one. But really, I found that my entry point was slightly different from yours. It was still similar in a lot of ways I just described, but it was different in terms of what that actually looked like. Yeah. And so to give it a brief example, like I'm running now, right? I'm a short guy. I'm, I'm maybe 5'8 on a good day. I hate running. <laughs> on a full beard? <laughs> on a full beard. Yeah, it's even harder then. And I hate, so I hate it, right? But I wanted to be able to run for, and this may, some people may laugh at this, but whatever, I'm putting myself out there. I wanted to be able to run for 30 minutes straight at a consistent pace at a, you know, at a high speed or whatever. That's running. hard. It, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, so thanks. Thanks, I feel good. <laughs> so I started at five minutes, right? So in my mind, I kept being like, oh, I got to run for, for 30 minutes and then I couldn't make 
make it. And I was like, oh man, was, you know, and I kept on trying yeah. over and over again. But then I started at five minutes and I just increased two minutes every day. So I don't say that to my own horn, but just to try to give you an example of just, I think that's so powerful because I've, I've moved so many more big rocks in my life in the last couple of months than I've moved in a long time. Wow. I mean, it comes from just like figuring out, like listen to yourself and your own inner voice. How do I get past whatever it is that's keeping me from just starting? So. Yeah, well, no, what you just described is um, what's, you mean, like the whole idea, the whole concept of a quick win. That if you can identify, whether it's blogging, podcasting, yeah. exercise, diet, nutrition, whatever, if you can identify a quick win that's something that you can accomplish, that is like it's a manageable task, but as soon as you do it, you feel a sense of accomplishment and you can make progress towards a goal, mm. then that makes it that much easier to keep going. So what you just described is instead of going, hey, the big goal is you want to run for 30 minutes straight, but the quick win is, hey, I I could, I think I can run for five minutes straight. And so once you accomplish that, immediately your mind goes, I can do this. And that's mm-hmm. good. That's huge. And I think that's a common theme, whether we're talking about life or business. Oh, yeah, it's everything. It's it's in the filmmaking world, too. I yeah. think one of the best pieces of advice that, that I've picked up on was a uh, particular director talking about how on the first day of filming for his films – He'll schedule a full day and give everyone a schedule, but really he knows he's only scheduled a half day of work because what happens is everybody finishes up half, like halfway during the day. Like, Oh wow. Like we rocked it, man. We did so good. Oh yeah. And like Uh, everyone loves, everyone's jazzed and pumped. Like, Oh, this movie's going to be great, man. Everything's working in, and that's part of the psychology behind it is, is to have that quick win to where, you know, if the first day, if it's a 12, 14 hour day and everyone's dead tired at the end of the day, and you know, you've got two more months of filming, your motivation might be sapped a little bit. Well, no, that's, that's really, that's a good example. So Ryan, what about you? What else have you learned by being a part of the podcast? As far as the topics and, and, and things that have been discussed, clarifying your niche, I've found has really helped me the most with my business. And on the surface, it seems like that's something that you just kind of do like, oh, yeah, I just pick my audience. And of course, it's going to be, you know, for these types of people or those people or whatever. But when you sit down and actually ask the questions that both of you have, have talked about on the show, such as just like putting yourself in their shoes and thinking if I was, let's say, a marketer, if my business kind of targets people in marketing. Yeah. And so to sit there and really think like, okay, where do marketers go? Where do they go to learn about new products? Where do they go to learn about new services? Because a lot of times it's not Facebook. It would be, it's very easy to just buy ads on Facebook and Google and everybody kind of knows that, but that's not really targeted towards somebody. So it's getting into that mindset of drilling down to a specific person. And I know you have a term for it. Avatar. Yeah, your avatar, your perfect customer. And think about what do they do every day? Where do they go, both physically and where do they go online? Yeah. What are they interested in? That was, it was one of those things where I kind of thought I knew, but the more I heard you guys talk about it, the more I realized that there was a lot more work that I needed to do there. So I would say that's a big thing. Maybe you're not targeting uh, these people as specifically as you think you are, or even drilling down further into a niche, I I, yeah. I, I guess is kind of related to that, where instead of the whole marketing industry, what if it's one specific type of marketer? Or like for you, you're talking, yeah. Danny, I'm pointing at Danny here, for those who can't see. Which is everyone. Danny was talking about small business, and then you kind of talked about not just small business owners, but realtors, you know, people in real estate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I felt like it was even too broad. I thought that I'd niched 
with uh oh not just small business even blue collar you know labor and then it was like nope not even that like that wasn't niched enough for me to feel like i was you know speaking you know directly enough you know i was talking about really broad concepts and stuff so yeah that you know that's a huge takeaway right i'm glad you brought that up because i think that's something that you know i've had to learn and relearn every time i think i know who my target audience is i start going through the same exercise that everyone else needs to go through too and so like you ryan said so like literally like sit in a room close your eyes and ask yourself what is my target customer doing right now? And just picture yourself walking through a day in life. So I think they wake up. What do they see? What do they do next? Every time I've gone through the exercise, I learn something else. And you know, one interesting thing is I think one of the reasons why it's so difficult for us all to niche down is that we are all afraid of getting too narrow and too niche. But I have yet to find an actual example of a business that is too niche. Look at Reddit. Yeah, well, look, Reddit's a good example. <laughs> Reddit's a great yeah. example. But um, this is just something that came up in my mind while we were talking. Like, you know, the reason why we all kind of assume that we're niche enough is because we're all afraid of going too niche. But every time I come across a business example and someone explains what it is, every single time I think, oh, you could get more specific. And I've yet to meet a business owner that is too specific. And so maybe we need to err on the side of being too specific. It's like a pendulum swing. Like, we find the balance, but the reality is, like, our issue, our default, our natural is to trend towards being too broad. And that ends up, you know, undercutting our ability to succeed. I think it's a fear though. It's fear of not having enough people or enough customers who would like your stuff or buy your stuff. It's it's easy to to think that like, oh no, I'm going to only appeal to a hundred people. But thankfully we have the internet, which has obviously changed that. So that's not a problem. and, and, And maybe some of that is the mentality of decades past. I grew up in a small suburb of uh, Oklahoma City. And so, yeah, back in those days, if you opened a business that appealed to marketers or whatever in the little suburb that I lived in, yeah, it may be a lot harder to get those customers, but that's not the case anymore. Maybe that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult for all of us to process this is we look around at the businesses that we see on a daily basis. We tangibly see, right? The brick and mortar businesses. Like right now we're recording on the square in downtown Columbia. We've seen businesses prop up that go bankrupt very quickly in part because they were too niche or too narrow or too hipster, you know, whatever. And the reality is every time that happens, I think we see that go, man, I don't want to be that guy. That's a good point. And so I think because those are businesses, the physical businesses we see every day, then we get caught up in that but the reality is you're right brian in making the distinction that the dif- the difference is if you who is your customer base if it's t- tied to geography then yes you have to basically mold your business around the geography around the people that are in your area but if it's not tied to geography which is true if you're running a predominantly online business then you pick the niche and the people come to you and that's the difference so i think that's a really good takeaway what about you? I mean, what was your biggest takeaway? You know, we've all talked about some pretty good concepts here. Yeah, did you yeah. learn anything, John? Did you learn anything at all? No, I didn't learn anything at all. No, <laughs> yes, right. no well, I, I learned a, I learned a massive amount. I learned all the things you guys just said. I've learned more just actually in today's episode because we've talked about some of these things, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know, that's good. Okay, so the biggest thing I've learned from podcasting specifically is just the connection that human voice brings. So I've had people who have been email subscribers or followed my blog for years who read every blog post I wrote. To them, I was always this kind of impersonal, kind of like this guy, that guy John Meese who blogs sometimes. Well, and and I, I don't know about you, but yeah. I found myself, anytime I read blog posts or articles, I kind of read it in the same voice, like no matter who it is. Yes, yeah, well, that's a good point. Well, that's a good point. The exception would be 
I would say people that I follow who have a podcast, once I've heard them on a podcast interview, whether it's their own or somebody else's, then I go back to reading their content. All of a sudden, I can read their inflections, their humor, all that kind of stuff into it. And so I've gotten that feedback from my subscribers, people who are like followed, they've been my email subscribers for years. And now they're just like, even when I write a blog post now, they engage more because of the podcast, because the podcast makes me and um, appear more relatable because, you know, there's so much you can communicate in tone that you can't communicate in writing the same way. So that's been huge for me, just a huge lesson, just a reminder that whether it's video or audio, there needs to be some sort of really human element to your brand. And so I would say like, if I were starting over my blog from scratch, one of the things I would do is I would actually very quickly, before I launched a podcast, I would probably record just a video of me just talking to a camera and just saying, hey, I'm John, this is who I am, welcome to the blog, you know, that kind of stuff, which is like, that's one of the things like the gurus always tell you to do is record a quote welcome video. But once you see their welcome video, which looks really like well done and professional, and you know, that scared me. And so yeah. I, I never made one. <clears throat> um, but the reality is looking back now, I see that the, the biggest power of the welcome video is actually your ability to create a human personal connection that your header image is not going to do. <laughs> your, your, uh, your emojis all make a lot more sense. Definitely that's true. After you, <laughs> you've spoken <laughs> either with you, someone's spoken that's true. with that's you, or at least point. heard you. That's a good it's point. It's like, okay, yep, that's... That's how John's face would look <laughs> if he was saying this to me. Well, that's true. And I, I've started using emoji more and more in my email marketing too. So that's a good point. It's th- th- There's a link back to the podcast here. So I would say that's been the biggest takeaway for me. I would also echo the things that each of you brought up because I think that's that's really important too. So so one last thing I'd like to go around and just sh- ask real quick and then we'll wrap up is would you, each of you share your favorite either memory or moment from the podcast looking back? Just as kind of like a, you know, a, a thoughtful reflection before we wrap up. Mine was just resilience from the moment where John and I were recording a podcast. We did an entire episode. And it was oh, good. No. We were on fire. Was, oh, no. And John, this I'm not trying to bash Chromebooks. I had one for two, two years, and <laughs> it served me faithfully. <clears throat> but John's Chromebook, we were recording, and once we ended the recording, it crashed. The app yep. crashed he was using to record us, and so we lost. I mean, like it wasn't like, that's the thing is on a Chromebook. It's not like, oh, well, maybe. No, like it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. didn't i think we we just recorded another one right there yeah we there, just sure. basically yeah. spent five minutes being frustrated and then we just and we're like hit we're gonna do it again yep. yeah and, and we pretended like like when we recorded the same time we pretend like if you were to go back and listen to that episode like you would know because we just pretended like it was a new yeah. conversation be like danny what do you think about that as if we never talk about it and we yeah. should we should never reveal what episode, <laughs> that, episode was that was <laughs> either I, I i don't remember honestly i don't remember the number yeah. but it was part of the one of the first times definitely i could find it i could find it but the it's gonna turn the show into like lost where the fans are gonna look for <laughs> clues in every <laughs> single episode. It's gonna build sure, this sure, even right. more of a cult following. Yeah, we're like we're gonna like reference something in a past episode that we never actually said on a recorded <laughs> podcast because it was said on the lost episode. The oh, clues boy. are in this episode. Yeah, the secret. Good. What? Okay, okay. So yeah, that <laughs> was good. it. That was it. That's good. That was my favorite. Even though oh, it was that was really stressful. Yeah, it was like I said, it was a mixture of stress, but also like, man, we did it. You know, yeah. like, we just like we just buckled down and did another episode, and we and it was still good. Well, you know, and I and I at the time I remember going through my head was like I had just convinced you to be my co-host, and then I'm pretty sure like that either I had communicated poorly or like it wasn't the calendar or something, but like I'm pretty sure it was that day where we hadn't. Um, basically, I was like, hey, you were like ready to record the podcast, and you were like, crap, that's today. You're like, oh, <laughs> I was gonna go, but uh, yeah. Let's kind of go do something fun, but but uh, yeah. <laughs> and so after the first recording crashed, I was just like, 
Danny hates me <laughs> and he will never be my, like, he's going to, he's never going to be my co-host again. And this was like one of the first, like two or three episodes or something like that. So, um, I stuck around for a little while. You just stick around for like another dozen <laughs> Boy, that, episodes. It got, it got to me. So there's so much that at the end of the no, year, no, no, let's <laughs> not, good. you know, let's not confuse people. But, um, that was a very memorable moment for sure. Yeah, for sure. What about I, you, Ryan? Yeah. You know, I would say not to get too sappy here, but honestly, looking back at everything, this has probably been the project that has allowed me to get to know John the best because Aww. before, and that, and that is probably my favorite memory of doing this show. You, you've done a lot of listening to me talk. I did. Yeah. I really got to know you and, uh, and there's been plenty of outtakes <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that have been personal. Yeah, you, you guys don't always Ryan. get the, you guys don't always get the outtakes. Yeah. Danny introduced me to, to John just as a friend because you guys share an office here and obviously like liked you then but i think this was a this was a great excuse to get to know you better and kind of become like better friends yeah which is always which is always great and and honestly it's one of the biggest reasons why i like to do art and film is because i just love meeting people and getting to know creative people like period you know that's my favorite part of it it's not just the finished product it's it's the the time I spend with others. So that's probably been my favorite thing. I did also like the highlights episode. Yeah, that was fun. And the reason why I liked it is because I believe that was episode sixteen. Episode sixteen, yeah, where we kind of looked back at the year of two thousand sixteen and and we kind of hand selected the best moments and pieces of advice and, and topics and whatnot. I really liked it because it put everything into a really concise, great starting point and i've actually sent that to many people saying like hey like start here oh wow and uh if there's anyone who's listening to this for their first episode in my opinion that'd probably be a good place to start no i'd agree with that it's kind of like on some tv shows and especially some of like the bbc nature shows the first episode is kind of like a highlight reel of the rest of the season so you kind of get these bits and pieces of what's going to come and it stands on its own and you learn a lot and it just kind of sets the foundation and is like, if you like this, you're going to love the rest of the of the series. So that's cool. That was another good memory for me, putting that together. And I also think that was probably the first episode where I really got to dig in and get my hands dirty well, that, with yeah, this show. Well, that was probably the only episode where you were the one who came up with most of the content. I think I may have come up with the idea and said, what do you think about doing like a compilation episode? But you're the one who came back and you're like, all right, here's all the clips we think we should use. And I may have, you know, added one or took out one. But other than that, mm-hmm. I just basically recorded commentary. So that was really an episode that you owned, Ryan. So good job. That's true. Yeah. God, that's going to make me sound so egotistical now. Like, well, <laughs> one of my favorite memories is that's the first the thing that <laughs> I did all by myself without you, John. <laughs> that's good. So I feel like I'm not sure if mine now either a problem because it's so similar to Ryan's or if it shows that Danny's the problem because this is a different <laughs> oh, one. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, I was going to say really, um, I mean, the general theme that was my favorite was definitely the collaboration and like really just working together with uh, both of you, Danny and Ryan. Being a blogger is cool and it's fun, but it's such a lonely road, right? I mean, every time you create content, it's like you're sitting alone on your computer, you've got to outline some bullet points and then you write it. And then if you're lucky, your wife reads it over before you publish it and tells you, yes, John, it looks good. They always look good. And so it, it can be, it can get really lonely in the content creation side of things. And it's that's the only road that you have ever known. The only road. <laughs> the only road. This has been really fun because it's been very collaborative. Whether it was Danny when you and I were co-hosting, then like our conversations about kind of the content path or like what type of things we talk about or just kind of our riffing on the episodes themselves. Or yeah. Ryan, your input. At first you were really 
brought on just as an editor and then we expanded your role to be more of a producer and to yeah. help with the strategy and the content and to come up with episodes yourself yep. you know things like that and that was really cool so i really enjoyed both uh, all of that but the one specific thing that's been my most favorite has been and this is actually just kind of connected which has been our ability to really imbue some personality into this and that it's a business podcast like we're talking about business like that could be really dry but it's not mm-hmm. we've done things like my favorite has been kind of the podcast episode names so like the first episode of the podcast was who let the blog out and then episode 15 i think it was mm-hmm. was a what to expect when you're subscribing and so like i just remembered that one like that was like you know like you know like what to expect when you're expecting you know just i just like all these little kind of subtle references we put in there and the name of this podcast episode is also a reference a cultural reference um so long and thanks for all the clicks and so just like that kind of stuff is just kind of like the stuff that we can be like dude 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 i came up with an episode name and then we all just laugh about it like yeah. that was really enjoyable and so i will say you to the subscriber i so appreciate your engagement and your listening and your following throughout this whole process so don't you feel slighted when i say that i really appreciated working with danny and ryan it's all about <laughs> relationships but the reality is you know from a content creation perspective this is very collaborative and that was uh this has been a blast so yeah, yeah for sure yeah. i mean i i would if anybody ever has an opportunity to be on a podcast take it you know jump in or, yeah. or your guest you know guest you know, jump in do it and just you know have a blast with it so yeah one last piece of advice i'll offer and then ryan you may have something to offer too is just kind of taking off of what danny said is if you're going to do a podcast i would definitely recommend finding a co-host and you know it doesn't mean you have to go all out and like hire somebody <laughs> true transparency here like i never paid danny <laughs> to be a co-host <laughs> didn't make a cent <laughs> i think i john I think, john kept all the money is what happened there yeah um i think we we he worked out mean experience well we, did, we worked out an arrangement for a little while where like you got free or discounted office space or something but after that it was yeah. really just like 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 i never paid you anything it was like pitched as hey this could be a really cool way for us to do something together that could also help grow well yeah platform. i mean it, it, that's i told my wife i mean i was yeah. getting you know, she was just like you know are you making any money off it i was like well you know like john and i like this is a thing that we're it's like our baby you know yeah. like we're, we're doing this together you and told I, your and wife I that a lot. Wow. john and i are having a baby yeah. she was not the first time she's heard that <laughs> <laughs> i've done a lot of collaborative things <laughs> i've made a lot of babies all right so uh brian what about you <laughs> As far as advice goes, from a technical standpoint, being uh, an an editor and producer, purely technical, if you're going to do your own podcast or be on a podcast, this is a very common thing, but watch the ums, watch the you knows, watch the Mm -hmm. so's, those sorts of things. I know that's like a really kind of nerdy piece of advice or whatever. So that's the technical side. The philosophical side, which I'm much more interested in, is I've found within the past two years of my life, the biggest thing that's helped me out has been saying yes to everything that interests me and that I have time for. Because when you guys came to me to edit the podcast, there was no talk about money or getting paid or anything. And I forgot about that too. We do pay you now, just so everyone else knows. Yeah. And and we did the kind of work out like an exchange, right? Of of services and whatnot. But I would have said yes regardless because it sounded like something that I wanted to do. And it, it sounded fun and it was and it was great. And that has led me to get to know you better John and kind of open the door to other projects that you and I have done. So yeah, if if you can just say yes, because you really, you never know what's going to come out on yeah. the other side of it. My mind is constantly blown whenever I think about the connections, like how the links in the chain have connected in my life. So, you know, cause I met you, John, through Danny and yeah. I met Danny through a friend who I met through another friend who yeah. I met 
at a concert. Now it's this big chain of stuff. One thing led to another and you're a producer on a podcast. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Say yes as much as you can cool. with stuff that interests you. I, I feel like it really tends to work out in your favor. That's good. All right, well, I think that's a good note to end on. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Ryan, for being part of this. And um, Thank you, John. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Oh, it's been yeah. a blast. Thank you, guys. And uh, thank you, subscriber. Bzzz but I assume just one of you are listening at a time. So thank you for following us along in this journey and following on to the end of this long episode. So <laughs> that is a wrap. And now we will play our really catchy quote, nerner, nerner, nerner guitar music. You'll have to read the reviews if you want to know what I'm talking about. Yes. And uh, that's all. Hit it. Hit it.